The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Stacks, you and I are going to make a lot of money. It's Pharrell, coast to coast. It's Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast in the biggest way possible. Hanging out a bad seat, a broken eight, a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad actors, bad taste, bad life, bad dude, bad bread, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrell Palatial right across the river and through the woods from where Granny's getting out of the rehab center next week. But this week she told me to bring her one per day, a big old thumb of the cherry cookie haze. She likes to get her swerve on in New York City, the big apple. Ooh. People dress in plastic bags, directly traveling in some kind of fashion. Shake it up, she do it. All my friends that come around, flat to flat to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, it's time to tatter. My brains are splattered all over Manhattan. Should do be shake it. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia, Ty Stick Jones, running it from Omaha beef style via Kansas City at LTN on a misery Monday. The birthday roll call. Justin Holiday of the Pacers, 32. Matt Bonner, you remember him, 41. Steven Jackson, former NBA, 43. Mark Bolger, former NFL quarterback, 44. Ike Hilliard, 45. Chris Carpenter, the former MLB pitcher, 56. Tony Banks, former NFL quarterback, 48. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Carver High, why don't you take over, brother? My man. Yes, Scotty. So we have a massive day, of course. Uh, National title game tonight. College basketball, Gonzaga and Baylor. First time since 2005 that the top two overall seeds in the NCAA tournament are going to play for the title on Monday night. Let's go, baby. We've got a lot to do. Of course, Scotty, going to talk about the classic game Saturday night. Gonzaga in overtime over UCLA. Jalen Suggs with the finisher as time was expiring. Scotty, no question about it. One of the best college basketball games you will ever watch in your life on Saturday night. I felt like I got shanked when he hit that shot. I was just devastated that that ball fell, Carver High. We'll hear from him, Mick Cronin, your boy. Uh, After the brutal loss for the Bruins, they played a hell of a game, I'm telling you. God, they deserve that. Uh, The way they play Gonzaga and then to lose that way is the kiss of death. Gonzaga and Baylor tonight for the world. The entire tourney bracket will break it all down, how it got to this point. For the first time since 05, the top two seeds in the tournament meet in the championship game. Mark Few on the Jags potentially joining the 76 Hoosiers in the undefeated club if they can win tonight. Ayayi. We'll hear from him on facing Baylor tonight. Scott Drew on the heavyweight matchup tonight. Zags, Baylor, will break it all down for you. Player props for tonight. Tonight's odds. How about a million-dollar ticket misses on the Zags? 
Gamer, that winner cost a guy a millones. Drag. Stanford beat Arizona in the women's championship. I want to see if the men's game can top that game because that women's championship game last night was kick-ass. I watched the entire thing. I thought uh, Arizona's top player was a mess. She cost him the game with all of her hack shots. She was averaging 30 in the tournament per game. She was a disaster trying to force shots, missing free throws, turning the ball over left and right. I was losing my mind watching her just melt down. I don't care what anybody says. She cost him the game. Haley Jones named the most outstanding player of the tournament. Uh, North Carolina hiring Hubert Davis. Wayne Tinkle, your boy, Carver High, gets a four-year extension out in Corvallis. John Brandon, the Cincinnati coach, suspended. An external review is underway. We welcome in our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 204, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Sports Map Radio Network, and, of course, Sports Byline USA Armed Forces Radio all over the world. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. Blue Jays take two out of three from the Yankees. They win on Sunday 3-1. to one. Hey, uh, Aaron Hicks looks fantastic. I mean, I got to tell you. One hit and 14 at-bats. I mean, did I tell you this guy sucks or what? He is the worst player. He shouldn't even be in minor league baseball. That's how bad he is. He shouldn't even be playing in A-ball, rookie league. That's how awful he is. They gave him $80 million. He's a bank robber, that hack ass. Other than that, I have no problem with the guy. Aaron Boone on the lack of offense. Gee, you think? Yankees sit stand on Sunday. Boone says... Uh, he can't play five days in a row. He must make too much money to play five days in a row. Is that in his contract? Gary Sanchez hit another home run on Saturday. He's the only guy hitting anything for the Yankees. Otani, did you see him throwing 100 mile an hour gas and hitting launch pad home runs last night in Anaheim? He left the game, though, after a collision at home plate from Jose Abreu. That was dangerous. Yermin Mercedes, the first player in the modern era for the White Sox to start the season. Eight for eight. The Angels beat the White Sox, took two of three. They won on a walk-off last night. I was watching the game. How about over the weekend, the Reds cards? Bench clearing brawl. Molina and Castellanos going at it. Castellanos said he'd still ask him for a signed jersey after he punched him in the face. And he um, told him that it was an accident. We'll hear from Castellanos. He was suspended eight, two games by baseball. Orioles sweep the Red Sox at Fenway. Hey, Boston looks fantastic. Speaking of problems. Alex Cora talking about how bad the Sox look. Philly sweep the Braves. Joe Girardi is thrilled. We'll hear from him. We'll do all of today's games. Right now, the Twins are kicking the Tigers' ass 11-1. Jordan Spieth wins the Valero Open. We'll give you Masters odds. The Masters is this week. Carver High is all fired up. We'll talk fighting with Mafia. McGregor's guaranteeing a win, basically. We'll talk NBA, you name it. We'll hear from Doc Rivers. We'll hear from Frank Vogel. The Lakers are still turning in bad games. Brad Stevens talking on the show today. We'll break down all of tonight's games. The Jets trade Sam Darnold to the Panthers. We'll talk to Joe Lisi about the championship game tonight. Go for it to our boy Lisi. You get it all on Coast to Coast. It's championship night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Throwback on Coast to Coast, Cousin Sal coming up here in a second or two. Uh, Royals and Indians underway right now. I switched off of the Twins game. I don't know if you saw that, Carver High, or not, the uh, Twins game earlier. Um, th- did you see your boy hitting those bomb home runs in that game for the Twins? I mean, unbelievable. He hit a grand slam, and he hit a uh, solo shot. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Nelson Cruz, he hit the first, he hit a foul ball and then he argued that it was fair. And on the very next pitch, he lined a, a solo shot to left. Or was that the grand? That was the grand slam. That was the, the line grand drive. Slam. And then, and then later he hit a solo shot that literally, I mean, it was like 500 feet. This guy hit a bomb. That guy can rake. I remember when we were talking about who's going to hit the most home runs in uh, baseball, I picked him. I think he's just a freak. No, he's unbelievable. And you're right. The second one hasn't even landed yet. Uh, the, the solo home run that Cruz hit late in the game is still going. All right, let's bring in uh, Cousin Sal. Uh, how did it go this weekend, Sal, for you with those <laughs> games? Were you on Baylor and on Gonzaga? Did you bet on UCLA? What'd you do? Uh, I actually hit it right. I, I think most people thought Houston would keep it close and Gonzaga would blow out UCLA. I tentatively took UCLA and the points. I didn't know how they were going to get there. Obviously, if they scored 50 like they did or 51 against Michigan, it wasn't going to be. But I thought it would be I thought it'd be a 10-point game, not 14, so I was surprised. But uh, Baylor I had. Baylor I loved. I loved them at minus five. That's insane that they were up, what, 35-20? It was never even a game. We didn't even need to watch. But that... UCLA, was that the great? I mean, I know we've, everyone's talked about it. Is that the greatest you've seen at least in the last 20 years? I mean, that was a phenomenal game. Well, it was a great game. Obviously, uh, it was crazy. Uh, I was uh, pulling for UCLA, and so uh, when that shot went, I, I really did have a feeling when he had the ball and got over the timeline and then uh let it fly i had a feeling it was going to go in because everything yeah. has gone their way this year uh, it just was devastating to see it go down for you know bruins fans especially it didn't really matter to me but i was pulling for them i wanted them to win i wanted them yeah. to lose because i went to indiana and i don't want that 76 team to uh, be forgotten uh, ever uh so i hated it i hope they lose tonight let me ask you this: At you're a college kid, right? Pretend you're a college kid. These are the these are the goals. You, you don't get pregnant with your girlfriend, right? You don't have to right, make that right. shame to plan parenthood. Okay, you could have that. You, you could win, make the game-winning shot in the NCAA Final Four game. 
you could catch the winning touchdown or run it in, whatever, in the NCAA title game uh, for football, or you could take the field. What do you take? What's bet? What's the best feat? Yeah, I'm going to get laid first. That would be the most important thing, I think, there, Sal, of all those okay. features that you just offered me up. Can you say that on television? Can you say that? We can say that? All right. I think it's too late. I, you sure? Yeah. yeah all yeah. right. Uh, listen, no, I, I felt uh, like, you know, the way UCLA played that game and the fact that the kid, Jujang, got the miss of his own floater and put it back in to tie right. the game, and then to go down that way. I got to tell you, Sal, not to bore you, but I was in a championship game with Mafia, not at, at the quite the stakes that we're talking about here, but in New York, we were in a championship game against the best team. No one could beat them. We're the only team that could beat them. We won eight championships. We got a great team. We go head-to-head with them. We've lost them in the title game three straight times. Now we're going to lose four. And what happened was we went to overtime, and at the end of overtime, with no time left, a kid pulled up from half court at the scores table, threw the ball like a baseball outfielder in the air, and it went in. And I literally tried to kill myself that night like seven times when I went to bed. And I didn't sleep for three weeks, and I got constipated. It was the worst way to lose ever, the way that UCLA lost. Oh. I, I thought you were going to talk about how you got a woman pregnant that night. But, okay, I no. guess it, it ends there. This no. All right, I see. All right, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I, that's no way. It's an awful way to lose to UCLA. And you forget about Suggs, like, the other play where he blocks Riley. And then, and I mean, that might have been the greatest sequence I've ever seen. And then, um, you know, Bullet passes it through four defenders for Timmy for the layup. Now, there was two minutes left. So it wasn't quite as meaningful. It's not going to be resonate in our heads. But my God, that was everything kind of had to go right for Gonzaga. I saw today people arguing about the greatest shots ever in, you know, because of his shot. And uh, I got to be honest with you. I, I was stunned just for me personally, obviously, because I went there. But how could you leave Keith Smart's shot? Off of that oh, yeah. list. He wasn't even mentioned. They didn't even mention him that he hit that game winner. They talk about Michael Jordan. They talk about the kid from Nova. Uh, they talk about Suggs. I mean, Keith Smart hit a shot deep in the corner with no time left. And they were down 13 with three minutes to go. And he hit that shot to beat Syracuse. And they act like it never even happened. That was a great shot, too. I agree. I think it was too close for the millennials to consider, though, right? You have to be beyond half court for them to even uh, think about putting it at the top of their list. But, yes, you're right. It was meaningful. Right. It was clutch and all those. So tell me this. Uh, tonight, uh, are you going back to the well with uh, Baylor, or are you going to uh, bet on uh, Gonzaga? It seems like to me, unless I'm, unless I'm mistaken, that everybody's on Gonzaga to win this game that they're just going to finish it off and it's a done deal. I think they got a nightmare on their hands. I agree with you. I'm taking Bell on the points. I think they win the game by seven points. I think they win like 82-75. I wouldn't touch the over-under. They've been very good with those, the odds makers. I think it lands almost right where, uh, where what was it, 160. But anyway, I think it's 82-75. Bell, or the guard play is going to rule out. Timmy's going to get his points inside. There's no way you could stop him. But I think when you talk about Butler, you talk about Teague, you talk about Flagler, you talk about Davian Mitchell running that 
offense, Mitchell's going to put that team on his shoulders, and defensively, they're going to shut him down. I mean, we talked about what Houston did. All right, Houston's no Gonzaga, but still pretty good. They only had 20 points in the first half, and 17 were because Sasser got hot. That would have been an all-time demolition if Sasser wasn't in that game. And I think it's much of the same thing. I'm not going to be a 20-point win, but I think Baylor controls the tempo. I think they're winning throughout the game. And they uh, cut down the nets and cut off those awful mustaches of Gonzaga towards the end of the uh, game. 82-75. <laughs> what do you think of the, uh, the guy Mayer with the nice mullet? He can play, too. He can hit uh, threes, and he can go inside. I like his game. He's got... Uh, size and he plays that role yes. off of the bench perfectly. I think he's another guy you got to keep an eye on tonight. Absolutely, he's really good. I just and I also think on the other end, like stop stopping Kispert because you brought up Mayer and they're kind of like the same kind of shooter. They get to their spot, doesn't matter. Could be five feet beyond the arc and uh, and they'll let it fly. But I think you got to stop a guy like that. And uh, Mayer could come up big, and that's why I think uh, the Bears win it. Are you going to drive down and see your boy Otani start hitting home runs and pitching 100 miles an hour and getting rolled over at the plate? What do you think of the Angels already? Uh, something to be excited about for the first time in 50 years. So Otani was, what, 60-1 to 1 for MVP in late February? Now he's at like 14-1 to 1 I saw in FanDuel. And it's like, yeah, right. He throws 101 and then first pitch and rockets it out of the ballpark. And uh, I don't. What would you say? I, I give it like two and a half years before he has to decide between one or the other. It's a lot of fun, but I, I don't see this experiment working out. I think he's going to be a slugger uh, ultimately, but the, for sure, fun to root for. I mean, it's unbelievable watching this guy uh, pitch, and then they put him in the lineup, and he's jacking yeah. home runs. I mean, the guy can really hit. And there, some people think that he's uh, he hasn't even reached his his prime. That he's just. You know, young and brand new to this whole thing, and it's only going to get bigger from here. I agree. I, uh, you know, I had first five with the Angels yesterday. I don't know if you saw that nonsense. They, uh, they're up three one the fifth with two outs, and uh, you know, they they give out. I think they give up like an infield single. Otherwise, it was all wild pitches and errors. They tied it. They needed the run in the bottom of the fifth to uh, to win that for me. But uh, yeah, it's uh, he's definitely fun to watch. And, you know, you want a team other than the Dodgers to thrive out here. For All sure. right. Hey, Sal, enjoy the game tonight, brother. You too, pal. See you next week. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
uh, we were in the break, and I, I, you know, Mafia said to me, uh, if you bring it up again, the half-court shot at the end of overtime, I'm going to punch you in the face because it brings back so many bad memories. I am telling you that those kids, I know no one wants to believe this, you will never, ever get over it, ever. UCLA, those kids will never get over that shot for the rest of their lives. Being on the losing end of a shot like that is the worst thing ever that could happen to you. I mean, ever. And it is it haunts you forever. I have never stopped bringing up, and Mafia can't even stand me. I bring it up all the time. I saw a kid hit a half-court heave at the end of overtime with no time left in the greatest game ever played, and the kid wins it on that shot, on a half-court shot. I mean, it is the worst feeling ever. I don't think those kids will ever get over it. Uh, they play all cool, like, you know, we lost this incredible game. No, you don't, You sleep, you dream about it. It you, you never, you'll talk about that for the rest of your life, losing a game like that. I felt horrible for those kids. I thought Ju Jang and Jacquez played their asses off. Uh, it was the greatest game. Uh, it, it really was probably one of the greatest games I've ever seen. I, I think it has to be up there. I mean, I was trying to think of it on Saturday night, uh, all the NCAA tournament games that I've seen in my 40 years. I mean, it's it might be exactly at the top, and we do have to start there before we get to tonight, Scotty. Let's go back. Gonzaga wins the overtime classic, uh, the three at the buzzer by Suggs. Let's listen to the final few seconds, starting with UCLA with the ball down two. It got fun from there. Here it is Saturday night on CBS. Bruins with a shot to tie it or win it with 12 seconds. Zach again with the ball in his hands in the paint. Floater short, got it back, ties it over three. Gonzaga has time to do something. Sucks for the win. So I'm friends with Raptory's nephew. You remember when we got Raptory on the show? Uh, he just is such a uh, just legend and such an iconic figure in college basketball. I think there's no game ever better than when he's on a uh, on a call with uh, he better than all of them. All of them. Everyone that does it for a living, no one can hold his onions. Uh, he was just fabulous in that game. Uh, it was just an unreal moment in sports history. It really was. It was crazy. Uh, I felt, uh, you know, I don't know what to do after that. I just turned it off. I wasn't going to sit there and watch all the celebrations and interviews. I went right out of there. I dove off of that quick, Carver High. Uh, yes, it, it was such a good game. Uh, tremendous job. But we do have to hear from Jalen Suggs, though, Scotty. Of course, he hit the game-winning shot. Here he is, of course, very excited after the game. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I saw Johnny got the miss and uh, got the miss and put it back in. You know, and Corey took it out right away. Uh, Corey, Corey, come here. You know, and I got as many dribbles as I can. You know, try to get as close as I could. Um, he was actually like right under me. Um, I mean, I just put it up. I was fading away with it, and dude, it went up the backboard and in. And I don't know. I've always wanted to run up on the table and 
you know, like Kobe and D-Wade and, and go like that. And, I mean, that's the first thing I did. But, man, I, that that is something that you practice, you know, on your mini hoop as a kid or in the gym just messing around. And to, to be able to do that, uh, it, it's crazy. So I played in a game uh, once, and Moppy and I played on this loser team. And we, because our team was too good, so they moved us. We got traded to the worst team in the league. And at the end of the game, Moppy will remember it. I hit a like a 25-foot bomb three to tie the game and send it into overtime against the Pharrell Ballers, and then we lost in overtime, which is even worse. You hit a bomb shot to send it to overtime, and you still lose. It doesn't matter what you do. Like, remember, one night I had 36 and lost. My kids go, did you win? No, you lose. You suck. When you hit a big shot and still lose, you suck. That's all there is to it. I've never been at the end of a winner. I've hit all these shots, and I never win. I've been beaten by half-court shots. No wonder I see a shrink. Well, Mick Cronin and UCLA, they were beat by a half-court shot on Saturday night. Let's wrap this one up by listening to the Bruins head coach. What do he tell the kids after the game? As much as they uh, they want to oh, be yeah. beat down right now and gutted and you know, miserable. Uh, they got to let it go because they're winners. Good luck with that. They won. As a coach, all you can do is ask your players uh, to give you everything they got. And, I mean, come on, guys. All you got to do is watch. I mean, to, to see a team uh, improve the way we've improved, to lose Chris Smith, Jalen Hill, um, to have injuries to Cody Riley, uh, to Johnny Juzang, all the way to uh, poor Jules Bernard throwing up all night, missing missing practice today, taking IVs to get himself on the court, uh, and then to a half-court bank shot at the buzzer. So these guys, they deserved a better ending. Um, but like I told them, uh, you know, as Coach Wooden would say, true greatness is giving your best effort, and that's what they did. Yeah, my ass. You'll never live it down. It was the worst thing ever. Uh, that's all there is to it. I don't buy all that other nonsense he's trying to sell me. Uh, or wouldn't, you for lose. that matter. No one – yeah, you lose. No one ever remembers anything except you lose. Uh, another thing nobody really remembers, there was another game on Saturday night. Baylor cruised in the first game over Houston. They had a 20-point lead at the half. Houston terrible never really was that got game? close. It was such a bad game. Houston never really. Houston played with zero urgency in the second half. They never. They, they the closest they got to was like fifteen. It was awful. So that leads us to tonight. The two teams that we have wanted to see all year. They were supposed to play each other four months ago today, December the fifth, in Indianapolis. Believe it or not, is where they were supposed to play. They finally get together tonight. National title game. Gonzaga and Baylor. First time since 2015 that the number one and two overall seeds in the tournament will play, Scotty, for the championship. We start with Gonzaga head coach Mark Few. You mentioned it with Cousin Sal. You have talked about it for weeks. Gonzaga is chasing history tonight. There has not been an undefeated team since the 1976 Indiana Hoosiers. Gonzaga looking to join them, and Few knows all about it. Here he is. What a team that was. I remember watching that team actually, and, and rooting for them because uh, they were a team. And, you know, that's what I have is a – I mean, I, we, we're a team. And uh, so I think all along it's been 
as this thing started gaining steam, it's just been an honor to be even mentioned in the same uh, uh, breath, you know, with those guys. But, you know, never were we really like, you know, I don't know, thinking about doing this or whatever. We've just been trying to win the next game. And quite frankly, our goal all along is just to, to win this tournament. We just want to win this tournament. And, uh, you know, now here we are one game away, which is an amazing accomplishment uh, for our group. And, and uh, I'm hoping we can play great tomorrow night and get it done. So uh, that Indiana team was really the reason I went to Indiana. Uh, and I honestly, I'll stand to my grave uh, that they were the best basketball team I ever saw. And, I, uh, and I'll argue with anyone that they're better than this Gonzaga team, too. I don't think Gonzaga could have stopped Kent Benson and Scott May, and that's just all there is to it. Uh, you, Timmy, I mean, Scott May would have destroyed Timmy. He wouldn't even have scored. Okay, let me tell you something about this this white boy. He would have been shut down. Uh, I'm telling you, that was the best team ever, and uh, I hope they lose tonight. And I'm not I'm not rooting for him at all. Like Few just said, let's let's all get together and root for him. How about I root against you all night? And they'll probably beat me as well because I'm going to bet on Baylor as sure as I'm sitting here. I don't even care. I'm going to go out with a bang, Carver High. <laughs> Joel Aye, of course, had a huge night for Gonzaga on Saturday. He has been waiting to get a hold of Baylor for four months. Can't wait for the matchup tonight. They're obviously a great team. I mean, well coached. Uh, I felt like, you know, for them, it's kind of is uh, a two-season a journey kind of like us because last year they were also in a great position when everything got stopped to be where uh, they are at today. So I think that, you know, those are the two most deserving teams um, in the past two years that uh, are going to meet in the national championship game. And, you know, to beat them, we're just going to have to be us. Um, obviously, you know, they have a lot of firepower, especially uh, with their three guards. and. Um, we're just going to have to, you know, follow the game plan and uh, just have a great attention to detail. I know we got a lot more to uh, cover on this game, uh, Carver High, but, uh, you know, I want to I want to play the Scott Drew when we come back at the very least of how he feels about the heavyweight matchup and, and the breakdown of everything. I got to tell you, though, before we do that, I just hope and pray that uh, it's everything it's it's cranked up to be. And that uh, the other thing is I, I just – I pray that the refs don't screw it up. Uh, let yeah. them play. Call a good game. Uh, make legit calls on both ends. I thought they did that in the Gonzaga-UCLA game on Saturday night. I thought that game was refed very well. It was not taken over by fouls. They let them play in key spots. You're right. This is best on best tonight. I don't want the officials getting involved in this game. I want the real deal here tonight, Scotty. Well, I mean, Mitchell's such a great defender, and he, he's all over you when he guards you. So if they start calling him early with fouls, they'll be in trouble. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Carver, hi. I just wanted to throw her out there because I'm so mean, but uh, she's a great player, that McDonald for Arizona. She averaged 30 a game in the tournament. She was the best player in the NCAA tournament by far. Little uh, point guard. She could fill it up, and she was jacking threes and making them like nobody's business and um, kicking UConn's ass. She was phenomenal, but uh, she had 22 in that game last night, but uh, she hit four threes. It wasn't the worst thing I ever saw, but she was 5 of 21 uh, in the game overall, turned the ball over a couple times. Uh, I thought, you know, and her her last shot was the one that missed, and she had a double on her. They double teamed her because they knew she was going to shoot it. And I thought her, I thought they should have used her as a decoy. Instead, they went right to her, and it was so predictable. And they guarded her, and she still tried to chuck a bad shot. I thought she cost him the game. I thought she played out of control the whole game, even though she had 22. She should have had 35 with as many shots as she took, but I thought she was a mess. I thought that last play they drew up was terrible. Yeah, I mean, five for 21 from the field, and they still only lost by two. Uh, it was a great game, 55-53. Yeah, uh, Stanford ended up beating Arizona in that women's final. Uh, Haley Jones was named the most outstanding player of the tournament. Uh, from Stanford. So a really good women's final four that they had as well. Uh, Tonight, we, of course, are on the men's title game. One more piece of sound for you, Scotty. Scott Drew, the head coach of Baylor. He is ready for the heavyweight matchup tonight with the Zags. Come on. I think with the short turnaround, first and foremost, coaches can't make that many adjustments. You're going to do what you've done all season that's gotten you here. And you might have a couple minor tweaks, but you're not going to change too much. If that game had gone uh, maybe four or five overtimes, maybe we'd have done some different things where where you press a lot more or something like that because maybe you know the fatigue would be an issue. But we're going to play to our strengths. I know they're going to play to their strengths. At the end of the day, both teams are, are, are very good. Both teams are very competitive. And uh, I know we're going to try to make things as difficult on them. They're going to try to make them as difficult on us. Uh, but but I know our players are excited about this opportunity uh, to play as, against such a great team. Carver, I, I swear I'm going to lean my hat on the fact that uh, Gonzaga, and I know people say I'm crazy. That's fine. I am crazy. Uh, I think that they played a, a very, very uh, – toxic game that was uh, end-to-end, stressful, pressurized, physical, demanding. Then they go to overtime. Then you hit a a miracle heave bank shot prayer that goes in, and you win the game. Then you celebrate for two hours, and you do all the interviews, and, you know, it just is one hug and champagne kiss after the next. And then you got to turn around and play that team. 
Baylor, who had the easiest night ever. Like, it wasn't even, that was like a, a, a scrimmage is what that was. I think there's some edge to Baylor in that I believe some of that sucked something out of Gonzaga. That's what I'm hanging my hat on. I think that that, all of that, compared to what Baylor had to do and then just turn around and play a championship game against a great team, I think that game took a toll on Gonzaga. And we'll see if it's true tonight. No, we will. Uh, Let's take a look, Scotty. A little uh, tale of the tape, if you will. Breakdown for tonight, head-to-head. Gonzaga, of course, 31-0, 27-2 for Baylor. Both shoot the three great. I mean, Gonzaga, 91 points a game. Baylor, 82, and they both give up under 70. Turnovers about equal. Timmy and Butler, your leading scorers. And, of course, the line, as we know, four and a half. This is as heavyweight fight as it gets. Before we get to the odds, you saw them there when when, uh, Drew was talking. I'll first give you a couple player props for tonight, Scotty, in case you'd like to dabble in that aspect. How about your boy, Timmy tonight. Let's get him 21 and a half. Kispert 16 and a half. Suggs 15 and a half. Butler 15 and a half. And Teague 15 and a half. There are your main highlighted players, some prop points for them tonight. Well, you know, I think Butler will score more than 15 in this game. And if I were to guess, I'd probably say Timmy will score at least 22 points in this game because. I mean, he puts in 22 to 26 points every time he goes out. Uh, th- those other ones, uh, Kispert I, and Suggs, those are very hard because it's right on the number right there. And I think Baylor uh, is going to do a hell of a job. Uh, they have to shut down at least two of them. And I think those are the two they're going to try to shut down. Timmy can do whatever he wants always. If they shut down Kispert and Suggs, Baylor will win the game. I'm taking the kid Mayer with the mullet on Baylor over one and a half threes tonight. Let's go. The kid with the mullet from downtown for Baylor. Make it happen, Mayer. Let's go. He can stroke it. Let's go. Make it happen. Finally, here we your go. Boy, My- your, boy, <laughs> your boy, Metro Golden, Mayer. That's Shout it. <laughs> Minus four and a half for the Zags. Tonight, uh, it has gone down, you know, from five when it first opened, but right there. And 159, the total I was telling you before the show, Scotty, I really like the under in this game. I do not think it's going to be as high-flying as that Gonzaga-UCLA game the other night. I think that there's some good D in this game. I think that Baylor slows down Gonzaga a little bit, uh, and this game's played in the low 70s. Yeah, you know I'm not a a big uh, total guy, but uh, I'm with you on that, at least in theory. And then all that matters to me is uh, who wins and who covers. And uh, I'm going to go onions with Baylor. I'm going to take the uh, win outright, and I'm going to uh, take the four and a half and, and enroll with it. And, and that's just because I'm rooting against uh, Gonzaga. I'm not interested <laughs> in them going undefeated at all. I've made that pretty clear, but it is what it is. I think they got a phenomenal coach and program. There's no denying he's built a – I mean, frankly, he's built a Duke in Spokane. I mean, the guy is – uh, he'll never leave there. We had talked about North Carolina. They gave that job to Hubert Davis today. Uh, Mark Few will die as the head coach at Gonzaga. Before we get to baseball, and you'll get back into the title game more next hour with our guy Joe Lisi, I know you love these tickets. We usually show you tickets that win. How about our guy right here that had a miss, one leg to go for a million-dollar ticket, 15 k down to win a million. Uh. He hit everything on it. 
except the Zags, minus the 14. That was the last thing he needed on Saturday night. Did not come across the finish line for a million-dollar wow. ticket. Wow. At least, uh, at least he didn't have, uh, you know, UCLA on the money line to win, as opposed to oh. the, uh, laying the fourteen. If he would have, if he would have lost, uh, he, you know, on the shot on the on the game winner, that would have been that guy probably would have jumped off a bridge. But he knew all along. He knew the entire uh, ten minutes in. He knew he wasn't going to cover, so he knew he wasn't going to win his bet. So it wasn't right. like he got they were, they were, shanked. Yeah. They were in that game. You you knew by the end of the first half that UCLA had come to play uh, in that game on Saturday night. Some baseball for you quickly over the weekend. Blue Jays take two out of three from the Yankees at the stadium, beat them three to one on Sunday. I guess we have to start with Aaron Boone as we're only three games in, but the Yankee bats looking a little cold over the weekend. Here's Boone trying to explain it all. They held us down for the most part this weekend, you know. Um, no kidding. You know, we we obviously today didn't muster <laughs> muster a lot. Didn't have a lot of great scoring opportunities. Um, you know, just a little bit of a, a cold weekend. Part of that's, you know, them, I thought, coming in yeah. and pitching well and pitching well against us. And, you know, we just were a little bit cold overall throughout. But um, yeah. these guys will get rolling. Um so I'm not too I'm not too worried about it. I mean, it's frustrating anytime you don't, you know, score runs, especially when you pitch pretty well. But um, that's also part of it. Honestly, this guy with his selling his stack of BS. Are you kidding me? Hey, they it's... look terrible. And if this guy is going to leave that absolute hack, Aaron Hicks, in that three hole, then you know what? They deserve to go down the ship together in like the Titanic. I mean, you know, because they love Boone. He's the greatest manager ever. Cashman just loves him. The guy can do no wrong, except he just keeps losing in big games when it matters. And he keeps putting this guy Hicks out there. It's going to cost him his job because Aaron Hicks shouldn't even be on the Yankees. He is the worst player I've ever seen in my life. I don't want to hear it. You know what's funny about him is I know how streaky he is, Mike. He's really hot or cold. Well, he's always cold. And when he gets hot, yeah. which he will, I still think he sucks. He's the worst player I've ever seen in pinstripes, for Christ's sakes. He is bad luck, that guy. Get him away from me. I cannot believe that they still hit him third every single night. And another thing that bothered me, I mean, this guy, Stanton, needed a day off yesterday. Uh, it's three games into the season. You're the designated hitter. Like, And then Boone actually defends it before the game by saying, well, you know, we've got five days in a row coming up, and I don't want to play him five days in a row. He's the DH. I, I get it. The guy's always hurt. You're trying to keep him healthy. This Yankee team's going to have a problem this year, Scotty. They're going to thump their chest against teams like the Orioles this week, and they'll beat them up. They have the same problems and the same warts that they've had for three or four years. Their guys will not get a big hit in October, and their pitching isn't even as good anymore. So I'm down on the Yankees, as you can tell, that PR salesman, Boone, that they have managing the team, which is a facade. You know that Cashman's the manager. Anyway, Otani last night. How about him? Started the game pitching, and he hit a homer. Let's hear it right here in the first inning on ESPN, Scotty. Shohei, two for 13 with a homer so far. On this side is the scorecard. First pitch swinging. Oh, and oh. first pitch crushing! <laughs> Look out. Did you hear that? Oh, man. Lean into it. 
nothing Angels. Matty, we said it at the start. I mean, here's a guy that throws the ball 101 on one half of the inning, and the next one hits the first pitch, 95 plus, 450 feet. I mean, that ball was crushed. Wow. That was ridiculous. <laughs> and he throws 100. Jump down to Castellanos now. I, I want to hear this. This yes. is good. All that we, other We meaning. have to get there. The Reds and the Cardinals had a little bit of a bench-clearing brawl on Saturday. Castellanos got hit by a pitch, then went around when he scored on the pitcher on a wild pitch. He flexed over him. Yadier Molina was not happy about it. Caused a fracas. Here is Castellanos afterwards saying he knows Molina told him was an accident, doesn't understand why it got so out of hand. I mean, look, yo, like, I wore 93 in the ribs. That don't exactly feel good, you know? I asked Yadi if it was an accident. He said, of course it's an accident. All right, Yadi's, dude, Yadi's a boss, yo. Like, all right, I give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, all right, it's an accident. Take my stuff off. I even asked the pitcher if he wanted the ball back, you know? Just out of, sometimes pitchers, he's coasting, I don't know. There, I go to first, and the only thing I'm thinking about doing is scoring. The best part was when he said uh, he could punch me in the face and I'd still ask him to sign a jersey for me after the game. Uh, <laughs> he likes uh, Yachty so much. That's true. But uh, that was a pretty good, uh, nice early season little bench clearer. Yeah, that good stuff there. And Castellanos got suspended for two games today because of his actions in that game on Saturday. The Orioles swept the Red Sox at Fenway over the weekend. Nice job by them. Alex Cora said that it was a lost weekend for the Sox. Do you think so? The Phillies swept the Braves. Joe Girardi thrilled with the performance. Great job by the Phillies. Their bullpen sucked last year, and they got it done this weekend. D-backs avoided the sweep against the Padres. The Astros swept all four games from the A's in Oakland. No Braves-Nats tonight. They'll play a doubleheader on Wednesday. And when we come back, Scotty, we have games tonight. We have games going on now. We will talk about all of that in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I cannot believe how uh, the Phillies got it done against the Braves and that the Astros are already 4-0. I really, honestly, I'm going to puke. I hate them, Pharrellers. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Our goal is subtle, but profound. We want you, Sporto, to hold court at the company water cooler every Friday and Monday. Get it? That's the winning edge. All you gotta do is listen. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Carver High, a uh, couple of those baseball games have been going on. It was all twins, 15-1 to in the eighth on the Tigers in Detroit. Jays lead the Rangers 4 nothing, and the Royals are up 2-0 on the Indians. The Jays game's in the top of the third. The Royals game's in the bottom of the second in Cleveland. Yes, there are plenty of fans in the stands uh, at Globe Life in Texas. Uh, there's about 50K strong, and they're all catching a lot of home run balls off the bats of the Toronto Blue Jays so far. Tonight, we do have games. The Yankees, after losing two out of three to those Blue Jays, take on the Orioles, who swept the Red Sox. You got Jordan Montgomery. You're paying a big price for him, too. Minus 240, look out. Pirates and the Reds tonight in Cincinnati. The Mets will finally play a game. Jacob deGrom on the hill in Philly. Minus 225, raising the Sox at Fenway. Brewers and the Cubbies at Wrigley tonight. So uh, I'm going to take the Yankees because they always beat the Orioles. I'm going to take the Pirates. Uh, I'm actually going to take the Phillies because the Mets always screw up when uh, DeGrom's pitching and they don't score any runs for him. And the Phillies started out kicking the Braves' ass. So I'll stay on that train. I'll take the Rays easy over the Red Sox. And the Brewers-Cubs, I'm going to take the Cubs at Wrigley. Astros and Angels both off of good weekends. They play each other tonight at the Big A. Dodgers and A's tonight in Oakland. Giants and the Padres at Petco. White Sox and Mariners. Justice Sheffield on the hill, plus 100 at home against the White Sox. I'll take the White Sox, Padres. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dodgers and the Astros. There you go. So we'll keep an eye on all the baseball. Jordan Spieth wins the Valero Texas Open as we lead into the Masters this week. And that moves Spieth all the way up to 11-1. to Co-second favorite with JT DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson at plus 950. Rahm, who just had a baby yesterday, 12-1. to Rory, 19-1. to Cantley, 20-1. to And Shoffley, 25-1. to As we get ready, Scotty, for a week long of Masters coverage here. I'm going uh, Moriyama and Victor Hovland. There you go. Onions. Oh, downtown. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.